And in light of our 30 days of prayer, we're going to do something a little bit different this morning. We are not going to just talk about prayer. We're going to actually, this morning, pray together. In a few minutes, we're going to lead you in some guided prayer. We're even going to break into groups, and it's going to be scary for some of you, but it's going to be great because the gathering of God's people was really never meant to be a up here platform, down there, sit and listen. It was never meant to be a passive deal. It was meant to be, we're in this together, and so I want to encourage us to engage God together this morning through prayer. Uh, With prayer, everything is, everyone's involved, and so we're going to do that together. Before, before we talk, before we get into that actually praying, I want to talk about prayer for a minute. Let me read a familiar scripture from James chapter 5. You can turn there if you want, where it reads, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. Um, The picture of of prayer that we have in that passage really, I think, tells us two things. One, prayer is relevant to any situation that comes into our lives. Are you you in trouble? Pray. You're happy? Praise, which is the type of prayer. You're sick? Ask for prayer. If you're caught in sin, confess your sin which is prayer. When the nation is in trouble, the example of Elijah inspires us to pray. So prayer is relevant to simply every situation, but it's also important because prayer changes things. Um, the, The prayer of a righteous person, we're told, is powerful and effective. Prayer actually helps those who are in trouble. Prayer actually heals the sick. Prayers of confession releases forgiveness. That's no small thing. That prayers, <laughs> prayers can change the course of a country. Elijah prayed, and the impact was nationwide. So three thoughts so far, just to, to, to see that you're tracking with me. The, the early church prayed. They believed prayer was relevant to every situation, and prayer actually works. It changes things. We had a, a pretty interesting family conversation. I don't know if it was on our road trip or, or in that week prior to we were driving somewhere, and we were talking about an answer to prayer in our family. And uh, my son, Caleb, he, he said to us as we were going, he, he actually thanked us for something, and it was kind of an interesting, th- interesting thing that he thanked us for. He says, thank you, Mom and Dad, for teaching me to believe in believing prayer. He says, and, and that was kind of a funny thing for him to thank us for, but he said, do you know what? I've traveled this last couple of years. I've worked at a couple of Christian camps. I've gone to two Christian colleges. And here's the thing, mom and dad, I kept bumping into people, young adults, Christians, their whole lives, a lot of them, who kind of had a theoretical idea of prayer. They thought prayer was nice, prayer was good. They believed in prayer, but they didn't pray. They didn't actually think that prayer was a necessity. 
When they, when they were in trouble, the first thing they thought of was not to pray. Did all kinds of other things. Maybe prayer was the last thing they, they turned to. And he said to us, thank you, Mom and Dad, for, for teaching us in believing prayer. Like, like that, that when we pray, actually God shows up, that God actually intervenes. And, and you know, he, he actually put it into practice this summer. Um, he was at camp, and we went and visited him where he was working this summer. And uh, it seemed like he was stressed and bothered about something. And so he said, son, what's, what's going on? And he said, well, I, I, I've done the math, and it looks like I'm going to be quite, quite short for my school this fall, paying for, for college. And, uh, and so uh, one day he just disappeared, and, and we wondered where he'd gone. And we asked him the next day where he was. And he says, well, yesterday I had, was given the day off, and so I went off by myself. And I fasted and I prayed very specifically about this thing. And uh, we thought, that's, that's great, that's cool. I'm glad he's actually praying. And uh, we went, came home from, from visiting him, and a couple days after we got home, we got a call from him saying, Mom and Dad, you're not going to believe it. I got a call from the college, and they're giving me a scholarship for the exact amount that I prayed for. <laughs> I prayed for this particular dollar amount, and they said, we're giving, and it was a weird number. And, and we found, the other thing is, is this, the college actually told us that he wouldn't qualify for He'd missed all the, the scholarship applications. And so this kind of came from nowhere or from God. <laughs> I think I'll take God. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for teaching me in believing prayer. And as I heard him tell that story, him thanking us for teaching him that, I wondered. I had this thought, literally in that moment, I had this thought. Have I, as your pastor, taught you to believe in prayer like I've taught my son? You know, have, have I exhorted you enough, challenged you enough, uh, shared enough stories of answered prayer? Have, have I challenged you that, that God actually shows up in, when we pray? <laughs> you know, prayer, it has the power to change a life. I've seen that. It has the, the power to change a city. It has the, the power to change a nation. And God has given us as a community a mission to bring the healing and the hope and the transformation, the, the compassion of Jesus to the tri-cities and beyond. And you know what, folks? How could we think to do any of that on our own? Apart from the power of God and his kingdom being released into our church and the world beyond, nothing is going to happen. All our work is in vain. There's this other scripture that James talked about when he, when he talks about prayer. It's just the chapter 4, James 4, 2. Basically, he says, you have not because you ask not. Folks, do you believe that? That, that some of the lack in our lives can actually be because of a lack in our asking for it. Talking to God about it. Is, is, is prayer for us going to be just a nice idea, some kind of idea we believe? Or are we going to believe that our prayers actually mean light or darkness for our world? That, that without our prayers, there will be people who will not have hope, who won't discover Christ. There'll be people who are stuck in injustice and brokenness and darkness 
that, that, that all kinds of, of the good that, that God just wants to lavishly pour out on our lives, in our city, and on our world won't happen unless we pray. Do we believe that? If we do, we'll pray. We'll, we'll make time to pray. And we'll not just talk about prayer. Let's not just believe in prayer. Let's pray. Let's earnestly seek God, asking and seeking and knocking, and let's do that right now. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Let me give you some instructions of how we're going to proceed this morning. Uh, we're going to specifically pray through four areas today. We're, we're going to spend some time praising God, uh, and then we're going to lead you in, in three responsive prayers, prayers for our church, prayers for our, our community, and prayers for our world. And in between each of those three areas, we're going to have you gather in, in groups of 10 or thereabouts where we'll give you time to pray together. Now, for some of you, I, I, I suspected even when I said it, some of you got scared when I said we're going to pray together earlier on. I should have put your minds at ease. No one's going to be forced to pray out loud. Do you know that you can pray out loud and you can pray in your heart? And some of us are more comfortable praying out loud. And some of us, you know, haven't had that... You know how I learned how to pray? Was I actually sat in prayer meetings and heard other people pray. And so when we gather in our small groups, no one's ever going to ask you to, to pray. You can, you can pray if you choose to out loud, but I would ask you to pray by, by just your presence, silently affirming what others are praying and praying in your hearts. God can hear your hearts, but we're all, we all got the opportunity to give something when it comes to, to seeking God this morning. We all can contribute, so don't be weirded out by this time. So to get us started this morning, uh, I'll break you up in a, in a few minutes, but to get us kind of warmed up this morning, we have a gift this morning. Um, Ken Cavanaugh is uh, going to come, and he wrote a song based on the Lord's Prayer. So come, why don't you come on up, Ken, and Ken's going to sing for us, and uh, after that, we're going to praise and pray. Hello. I wrote this song um, based off a couple things. One is, of course, the Lord's Prayer, but one of them is this notion in the Bible of sing me a new song. And I always felt, oh my goodness, I got to keep writing up new songs. And then there's this thing, uh, Solomon, Song of Solomon, everything has been done. And so instead, there's the, the thought that uh, we're supposed to just come to the Lord with things that are new to us. And uh, so I took the Lord's Prayer and I went, okay, well, what's it about? A bunch of disciples in their endless confusion asking Jesus, how do we pray? Um, which, of course, we're all supposed to know how to do here, but we're not like officially picked as disciples. We've come to be disciples and, and we have been picked. Um, but then, of course, we're also supposed to know, according to Derwin, we just know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just automatic. Um, but they, of course, came with a whole bunch of really relevant questions. So do we pray for, uh, you know, the world is all crap and problems, 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 and how do we pray? And he had an answer. And some religions or some denominations have taken that literally and saying, well, this is the, literally the thing you're supposed to say. And I, I never read Jesus as that kind of literalist. He was pretty good with parables and, and metaphor. So 
I presume that he meant the same thing when it came to the Lord's Prayer. Um, so I did an interpretive dance on the lyrics of his prayer. I, did you manage to get it on the screen? You did? Okay. So you can judge me, because I judge myself, and judge not unless you be judged. Or So I judge myself endlessly. I am a broken, messed up person. Um, and somehow or another, I still feel in my heart I'm able to come to Jesus and ask for forgiveness and tell him that I'm not worthy, but apparently I am or I can, I'm eligible, so <laughs> I'm allowed, so I totally do it. Um, and uh, the only place I can really let my heart free is when I praise the Lord musically. And so this is what this is all about, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And I guess the last thing I'll say, previously on ER, I um, actually was praised, uh, was the worship leader at the, uh, the um, Addiction Recovery Church in Port Coquitlam until they uh, kicked me out because I just talk too much. <laughs> so this might be the last time you see me. <laughs> the news I ain't liking what I see worried that a storm is headed straight for me should have locked the doors turn on the lights to keep the dark at bay when I put my hands together I don't know what to say oh Lord teach me to pray again All the pain, all the loss, all the sickness and disease, the tears, the fears, the loneliness brings me to my knees. With my eyes open wide, can't seem to look away. I look up to the heavens, waiting for that day. Jesus, teach me to pray again. Oh, Father God, holy is your name, perfect is your kingdom, your will is just the same. Oh, Father God, holy is your name, I thank you for this moment, and I thank you once again, and I pray, oh, Father God, holy is your name. Forgiveness is your promise if we'd all just do the same. Oh, Father God, holy is your name. In our weakness, you won't fall to lift us up to stand again. Ooh -hoo. 
new song I've heard in a long time that could be on the radio that I, I'm speechless that was brilliant what a great prayer oh I didn't want you to quit you could have just kept singing those anyway I'll stop <laughs> uh, although he did call me out he said that said I made it sound like everyone can pray it's easy a actually prayer is the easiest thing in the world to do and the hardest thing in the world to do just so you know so if you feel awkward about this whole business of praise uh, there's, there's good reason. But uh, would you join me in standing? Everybody stand up. And uh, we're going to start with just, uh, I, I'm going to read a, a quick psalm, and then we're going to encourage you to shout out words of praise to God. God is great. God is good. Whatever you feel about God, we're gonna, they, they've called this in the past popcorn praise. I'm calling it eruptions of praise. Little brief pieces of praise from, from all over, but let me get us warmed up this morning. As we think about praising God, Psalm 150, the last psalm, the last word, as I said, of the psalms is praise. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with, the, with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So praise the Lord. Just shout it out. I praise God. Praise God for you are That's enough.
So God, we just acknowledge your greatness and your goodness. We lift your name up, Lord. We praise you for you are worthy of all praise and honor and glory. It belongs to you. And so together we just say thank you for who you are. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you that, for, that you're a, a gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in forgiveness. Father, we, we love that you're compassionate and kind and gentle. Your, your love. And when we can't help but worship you, we see you in Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Spirit. We thank you that you're a good Father. We bless you this morning. We give you praise. And, and we thank you. Let's praise him with our, our applause this morning. Okay, now we're going to break into groups. I want to have you just go crazy with the auditorium here. Uh, feel free to self-form into groups of up to 10. So like, just, you know, start moving ta- chairs around and, and, and grab little circles, and, uh, and then I'll give you instructions after you've formed your groups. Just feel to be aggressive with those chairs. We'll put them back after. We're going to begin by praying for our church, and uh, Paul said this in Ephesians 6:18, and he said, "Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert, and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people." And so, in this first section, we're going to pray for our church, for our mission, for us to fulfill our calling together as followers of Jesus. And so, we're going to do that. To start off, we're going to read a responsive prayer together on the screen. And once that prayer has been finished, we'll have prayer suggestions on the screen. So if you don't know what to pray for, we've given you some suggestions that will be there. When you hear the music that we will have playing, that means you're to kind of wrap up this time of prayer. So you'll have a few minutes to pray together, but mute the, the piano will be your cue that we're wrapping that up. And so that's the last person should just wrap up their prayer, and then we'll lead on to the next section. So... Uh, Vincey's actually got a task. Don't try and draw him away from his duties. Thank you, Charlene. What a gracious... It's like, he's sitting all by himself, and he's not in a group of 10. Wow, that's great hospitality. Uh, Vincey, come on up. He's going to lead us in this responsive prayer. So be prepared. We want to... to, uh, Let's go to that slide. Uh, The leader will read, read the parts that are leader. People, that's us. We will read the response. Good morning, all. Um, We thank you, Lord, for your church, and particularly this morning, we thank you for this gathering of your people. We pray for its leadership and your continued blessing to us. Unite us in your bonds of love and grant us your grace to connect and grow and serve in accordance with your calling upon us. Forgive us for where we have failed to live out your calling on our community. In your mercy, preserve us, we pray, from indifference and complacency, and grant that we would not weary of pressing into you, of caring for each other and embodying you to a world in need. And grant us grace to be your body, and to work together with all of your people to bless this expression of your church here at Hillside. Through our lives, and our prayers, Lord, let our kingdom come. 
and be in me. Amen. So now, if you'll look at the next slide, that gives you some suggestions of things to pray for, but feel free to pray and listen to God and, and pray as you're led. So just begin praying. You might need to, to squish, squish in your circles a bit so you can hear one another, but uh, just feel free, somebody lead out, start praying. to uh, pray for our community. The mission of our church is to, to bring the healing and the hope and the transformation, the con compassion of Jesus to our city. And we're going to now pray for our community. So you'll notice on the screen we have a, another responsive prayer. Jen Har Harrington, would you lead us in that prayer? We thank you, Lord, for the neighborhoods in which you have placed us. We thank you for their lands and for their people. We pray for our councillors and mayors and all those who work to bless our cities. Give us eyes to see opportunities to serve our communities. All glory be to God. Forgive us for where we have failed to love our neighbors as ourselves. In your mercy, preserve us, we pray, from indifference and complacency, and grant that we would offer your love so that those who we encounter might know that you are real. Lord, have mercy upon us. And grant us grace to be your body and to work together with all of your people to bring the healing, hope, and compassion of Jesus to this neighborhood, Coquitlam, and the Tri-Cities and all of the communities represented in this room. Through our lives and by our prayers, Lord, let your kingdom come and your name be glorified. Amen. Turn in, your, turn in your groups and begin praying for our city, for our community. Oh Lord, hear my prayer. 
prayer. Come and listen to me. We're going to now pray for our world. And uh, this morning when our, our, uh, in our early morning prayer time, the passage that we were drawn to was, Ask of me, it's in Psalm 2, Ask of me and I will give you the nations. And, and we know that God so loved the world, God calls us to pray for his creation. And uh, you look around the world right now, does it not need prayer? Does it not need the inbreaking of his kingdom here and now? And, and this morning, I think it'd be just uh, foolish of us not to pray for, for those who are affected by the hurricane that's uh, hitting Florida right now. Apparently a million people are without power already this morning there on the coast. So let's be praying for Florida this morning. But uh, Lori Allward, would you lead us in this responsive prayer? Please look to the screen. We thank you, Lord, for the world that you have made. Thank you for the mountains and the rivers, for the oceans and the sky. We pray for its leaders and all of its people that they experience you through the beauty of your creation and the testimony and love of your people. All, all glory, glory be to God. Forgive us where we have treated your earth as disposable and its people as faceless things to be used. In your mercy, preserve us, we pray, from indifference and complacency, and grant that we would be voices for justice in this world, using our voices and resources to defend the marginalized and the oppressed, and tending well the earth which we were given to steward. Lord, have mercy upon us. And grant us grace to be your body and to work together with all of your people to bring the healing, hope, and compassion of Jesus to our world, your world, the people, and the land. Through our lives and by our prayers, Lord, let your kingdom come and your name be glorified. Amen. Please pray in your groups. Those who are able, I, I invite you to stand. We're going to conclude with a, a song uh, and then a benediction. But I, I wanted to, to, we've been praying for our church and we've been praying for our city. We've been praying for our world. I would like to pray a prayer over you and just uh, pray a blessing upon you. As you've given out in prayer this morning, I, I want you to know that God cares for you. He cares what just as storms are, are lashing the, the East Coast uh, today, some of you are in that place. And so I, I, let's, let's pause and uh, don't, don't worry about doing too much straightening. You can do that. We can do that after. But let me pray for you. Father, I pray for each one here this morning as we've gathered, Lord. I've sensed your smile and your pleasure as we together have, 
have asked and sought and knocked as we've looked to you, God, uh, Lord, sense that, that you hear us when we pray. And just as we have turned to you, Lord, we know you are always turning towards us with love and grace and mercy and compassion. And so today, Lord, uh, I pray for your grace and mercy and compassion to be poured out on your people today. Lord, wherever their storm is, whatever their need is, wherever there is confusion or question or trouble or trial or sickness, Father, I pray you would meet them in those places and you would grant them your grace, that today they might experience you answering the prayers they're praying for their own lives. I pray especially, Father, that their faith would grow rich and deep and that they would come to know the love and, and, and mercy of our Father. We bless you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you for what you've done here in this, this gathering this morning. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let's sing together. Mm-hmm.